This is the hypothetical podcast where three pathetic guys discuss hypothetical situations. On this episode, it is Justin who asks myself and Peter, hey now, how are you going to get on TV? Before you check out the episode, please follow us on all our socials and subscribe to the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hypotheticals, the uh, family-friendly podcast where we talk about hypothetical questions. And um, Peter lets us all know about lets us all know about his Nazi memorabilia at his house. Um, I'm just pulling your chain, buddy. We will we'll we'll we'll, we'll scale back the Nazi talk a little bit. Um, but that being said, I do have a bit of a doozy for you guys today. Uh, my name is Justin. I'll be hosting this episode. And joining me, as always, is Peter and Matt. How are you guys doing? I'm going to start with you, Peter. What's up with you, buddy? Hey, th- this is just becoming, how much does Peter like Nazis? And I don't appreciate it because I don't like Nazis. I am just hanging out. I finished my work day. I cracked open a nice Omnipolo Zodiac. And, uh, you know... Now I'm just hanging out with my two best buds. And and who are they, precisely? <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, it, ca- it can't be me and Matt. There's no way. Oh, uh, beer one and beer two. And what about you, Matt? How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm just uh, exploring the human limits of how much caffeine somebody can consume. In I guess it started off as like a one day. Now I'm just, it's one week and now it's a month. And and now we're in like our seventh week or so of just putting my body through this type of caffeine gauntlet of, um, I honestly, I, I fear to know what my insides look like at this point, because literally I am just this like caffeinated ghost, uh, that I is just essentially haunting my own apartment building. Now there's really not much going on in my life besides the fact of, when is my next coffee, and when can I have it now? Essentially, that is more or less my my marching orders at this point. Is just rifle through the instant coffee that's in my uh, cupboard. So that's that's what I do. I mean, like I'm not gonna stand here and pretend that I'm doing anything of value or contributing to society or sewing masks or or you know volunteering my time. That's not at all what's going on right now. That I do not do that. I don't. If you are out there thinking that I have any type of like moral fiber that will translate to me helping anyone else out, like like oh he sounds like a nice guy. No, in practice it's not true. It's really not true. I wish it was true, but it's not true. You're contributing to the economy by buying instant coffee. There you go. I wish it was the case, except that every time I visit my parents in Montreal, they my mom usually just gives me like 19 canisters of instant coffee <laughs> and says, here you go, this should last you. I was going to say, at the risk of sounding, you know, pompous um, and, you know, as an avid coffee drinker and as somebody who I like to almost say is a, is a caffeine connoisseur, uh, you know, I have three different espresso machines on my counter as we speak. Um I'm a little bit disappointed that for somebody who drinks so much coffee that you drink instant, it's it's a it's a little bit um, unnerving. Now here's the thing because I understand like and I get it because I and I wouldn't even say that you're you know like there's like a coffee snobs and beer snobs there those you like what you like and that's that's the case and I get it and I I definitely do enjoy a nice you know well crafted you know freshly ground espresso. 
Um, unfortunately, um, there's this thing I have called poverty, which is not good <laughs> for owning these machines. So unfortunately for me, it's something along the lines of, ooh, is this on sale? Let's just, you know, convert all of this money I don't have into as much coffee as possible. So that's the really the deciding factor in all this. That is the ingredient, the magic ingredient to um, my predicament here. And trust me, if it was up to me, man, I would honestly, I would have one espresso machine making espresso for the guy who's installing my better espresso machine. But that's pretty much <laughs> okay. how I would have my Okay, money. I will forgive you then. I, I did not take into the uh, into consideration that aspect of it. But, you know, I, I am one of those guys. And uh, it's like one of those things where, you know, I could spend my money on a lot of things. People who smoke spend their money on cigarettes. You know, people who drink a lot spend their money on alcohol. You know, I'm, I'm a huge caffeine connoisseur. So I would much rather spend my money, you know, on uh, good sources of, of coffee and, you know, trying different types and stuff so but so i do respect that but guys we're here for a reason we have a podcast to get to and i have a doozy of a question for you boys uh and i'm excited to see how you guys are going to respond are you guys ready for this i guess so i'm always ready you guess always (laughs) ready. you guess so all right so guys your question today is going to take it's a little bit of um you know uh creativity uh you guys are gonna have a um, a, a, a period of time to work in within your question. So you're going to, you know, I'm going to give you guys 30 days, um, in regards to the question. So basically you guys have 30 days to get on a major network TV show. Ooh. I don't care what show it is. Um, you guys can tell me this, this leaving it open ended for you to sort of be creative and play with it. Um, and you have no more resources than the ones that you have right now. How are you going to do it? In 30 days, how do you plan to get yourself on a major network TV show? Hmm. Okay, well, I mean, let's just... Now, by major network TV show, you mean just one that has a broad... Um, it, it, are you saying, is it scripted, unscripted, how... Ah. So I'm leaving that open-ended. I don't care if it's, you know, CNN Today. I don't care if it's, you know, it's a major network TV show. You could choose a sitcom. You can choose... Um, you know, a news show, you can use a, choose a talk show, a late night comedy show, you choose, be creative with it. Uh, but it has to be on a major network. It can't be on like, you know, the, the Rogers 10 channel that streams like Brampton and Orangeville. Like it has to be a, a major network. All right. I got this. Does it have to be like a talking part or do we just have to appear? You have to be on it. So, um, okay. I, I think that just appearing, like saying like, oh, I'm going to walk down on, you know, Bay Street in Toronto and hopefully you get caught on like, you know, the, the global morning show. No, like you have to actually be there. You have to be on the show. Um, and it can't be in the audience. All right. So I have 30 days. 30 days. Now, let's figure out who's going to go first. Uh, the last couple of episodes, we have um, sort of just randomly picked. But I'm going to have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, so you guys are going to have to choose a number between one and five that I am thinking of. And whoever is closest will get to choose who goes first. Matt, go first. So whoever's closest to the number you choose? Well, that we'll get to choose. Correct. Uh, I will choose three because I am. I have I have gone even Stephen down the center, so I'm equally as far from five as I am from one. Well, three three is the number on the dot, so Matt will get to choose whether Peter goes first or if he wants to take the reins on this one first. So, what would happen if I chose two and he chose four, or I chose one and he chose? You know, five? I didn't think that part through, but I'm glad you got the number. Wow. I'm glad you got the number spot on. You know that we didn't have to think about that. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. So I'm just glad. I'm glad that 
I am I am glad that all the thought process went into the question and not this <laughs> this random lottery that you created. <laughs> um, okay, so I just want to double check: is it does it have to be me, or can it be, for instance, a picture of me? Can like where they're talking about me, or does it have to be me and like my being on the set or on the area or the like the place where the camera is being broadcast or is broadcasting the actual? Okay, so I. I had originally intended for, intended for it to be you have to be on the broadcast, but now that you've mentioned this idea of getting a picture of you on there and being spoken about, I'm intrigued to see what you have up your sleeve. So I will say that it can be a picture of you, but they have to be talking about you. You have to be the re like you have to actually be on the show. They have to have a reason to be talking about you. Okay, this is I, I applaud your effort at making a. Uh, Peter, I'm sorry. You don't even have to answer because I'm gonna. This is this is this is the correct answer. <laughs> if if the again, and I, I'm gonna completely say that I don't condone any of this stuff that I'm talking about or whatnot. But if the <laughs> the best way, my friend, to get onto not just one, but probably all the major networks uh, immediately, not even 30 days. I'll do this tomorrow. Is to go on a ridiculously obscene murder spree. And leave as <laughs> and leave as that's what I was saying. And as leave as many clues. Like I'll go and just run one dude over with my Corolla and leave my wallet. And then I'll go and run and drive and run some other dude over and leave my cell phone. And run and so you know run some other dude over and leave like a freaking semen specimen there too, like <laughs> DNA right all over the place. Like literally, just leave the most. Uh, absurd amount of breadcrumbs wherein it'll take any half-assed like half-wit detective literally half a second to be like oh well it's obviously him so let's you know i would honestly then i would leave polaroid pictures of me with the corpse and just be like here you go and then just and then like my passport i would give him instructions on how to like my facebook credentials so they can go and put all find all the photographs of me they want and then i would just go into hiding somewhere as fast as possible now don't get me wrong i honestly have a feeling i would probably be picked up real quick within 24 to 48 hours that's not the case i would probably get on like a boat and just go to the center of like lake ontario and wait but in that time in that time I would guaranteed be on at least CP24. I'd be on CTV, CBC, because the manhunt is on for this murder spree asshole, which is, I guess, me. <laughs> because so they would put my face on there. They would talk about it, they, and I would honest. I would have like a theme, like where I would leave like everyone I'd kill. I'd leave like a comic book. I'd be like, yeah, and then they'd be like, who is this guy? This comic book killer? This, you know. And then I, they would talk about me. They talk about my background. They'd interview people who know me. Like he was really a, he was really a nice boy, and we never thought this would come of him. And obviously not, because that's not what I'm about. But I'm just saying, if the objective of your hypothetical is to get on one, not many, but just one uh, major network. Within 30 days, I'll do it in 12 hours and I'll be on at least five channels. Easy. That's my answer. Oh my God. So, <laughs> you guys, 
this is how you know that your minds are so much more twisted than my own because (laughs) when you said you were going to get your picture on in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, he's going to tell them it's his birthday and they're going to like wish him a happy birthday or something like they do on TVO kids. This is where my brain went when you said, I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued. Is he going to like meet somebody who like works on the show and like give them his picture and like then they'll tell the story about how the random guy in Toronto handed them a photograph and they're going to show it like and then you come out, you're like, nope, just going to murder everybody. No, like, honestly, <laughs> like, if, if if your thought process when it comes to me is that I'm going to spend, like, 29 days to create this fake persona where I'm, like, an 11-year-old with lupus who's trying to get a make-a-wish <laughs> to be on, like, some morning show somewhere or to meet John Cena. No, the fuck that noise. I am literally getting in my car, running over 16 people, leaving comic books and semen on them, and then fucking off <laughs> into, like, Lake Ontario for 48 hours while they just circulate my picture on on. Uh, you know, on the airways. Again, ladies and gentlemen, murder is bad. Murder is very bad. All right, so Peter. Pain gonna, is bad. We're going to get to your answer in a second, but we got to take a quick backtrack here because my, my first question for you, Matt, is why the hell is there semen on your comic books? <laughs> well, they're not directly on my comic books. Like, if you if you said you left, like, a Playboy with semen, I'd understand. But, like, I'm a, I'm a little bit confused. Like, like, are you jerking it to Spider-Man or something? Because, like, I'm a little bit concerned right now. You know, Catwoman in that leather suit. Like, are you... <laughs> I need to know why these comic books have semen on them. Dude, have you seen some of these Avengers? They're fucking hot shit, dude. He just loves Black Widow. Look, look all <laughs> I'm saying... <laughs> is that the semen is purely there for DNA purposes so they can I, and have a, a you know, uh, you got to leave DNA. I'm not going to cut my hand. Okay. That would be awful. But I'll run over people, no problem. No, but you should just like leave it in like a vial or something. Like you don't have to put it on the comic book. Then you ruin the comic book. Just put it in a vial and like leave it there. Oh, no, the comic book would continuously be in one of those. It would be bagged and boarded <laughs> in like the Mylar sleeve. So it's perfectly protected. I, dude, I'm not a fucking monster. Okay. <laughs> got to protect that first edition. Like what kind of terrorist do you think I am? I'm on a murder spree. I'm, yeah, I would that's, never... that's the real crime. Not the murder, but, you know, ruining the first edition comic book. That's that's the real crime here. Dude, I'm fucking... Exactly. I'm on a murder spree. I'm not handling Amazing Fantasy number 15 with my bare hands. I'm not a fucking Nazi like that. No goddamn way. <laughs> no, instead, I think we're hearing your Amazing Fantasy 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, that's Amazing Fantasy 1. Number one on the list is just fucking murdering people and jerking off on their corpse mowing down people in a car yeah that's a good idea i don't think my the thing about it the the one flaw in this is that the only car i really have access to is my 2006 corolla and i'm pretty sure after the first like body of like the body of mass that i hit with it the car would be like fucking forget it are you (laughs) kidding me like first of all zero to zero to 60 is enough of an ask you know, once in a while, but now you're asking me to survive. You have 30 days. Well, I guess. You could go, like, rent a big van or, like, a big truck. Well, they already did that in Toronto, and I don't want to do that shit again. No, I am not that guy. I'm not an incel. So instead, you should you should rent, like, an ice cream truck. Oh, I guess. That would get you on TV right away. Well, that would get me on TV right away, because then I'd, <laughs> not only would I be running people over, they'd all be children on a hot day. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't cause that much damage. Dude, they'd all come to me. I'd just fucking put the music on. <laughs> fucking jackpot and just nail them all and all the children are screaming but they're screaming for ice cream they're not screaming because you're mowing them down with a car this is almost turning into some like john wayne gacy type shit like hey he dressed up as a clown okay completely different you're you're talking about getting an ice cream truck i mean are we really that far off 
<laughs> Twisted metal. That's what this sounds like. Well, what would be worse would be... Well, that's what I'm saying. This is just essentially what everybody's twisted metal fantasies from like PS1 days oh, are. Twisted metal. I haven't played. Oh, I forgot about that game. Why the fuck play twisted metal when you can get on the news in 12 hours? Or like Grand Theft Auto. You're just driving down the sidewalk. Oh, man. I. Oh, you know what? Like, I totally forgot about Twisted Metal, and now I'm, like, having some nostalgia of playing PS1, and, like, I remember when they came out with the one for PS2, and, like, the graphics were so much better. Yeah. And you're oh, like, man. I want to be Sweet Tooth because... Sweet Tooth, yes! He drives a uh, ice cream truck with a I clown total- face on it. Yes, but I'm pretty sure at the end of any particular game where you're playing Sweet Tooth, his body count would not be as high as mine would be. No, absolutely not. Fuck no. And I don't think he has the access to the same comic book collection. And he doesn't have my <laughs> he doesn't have my semen, as far as I know. So fuck him. Anywho, that's my answer, and I'm pretty sure, Peter, you can't you, you you can't do better than that. In terms of let's just let's just go down the list. In terms of turnaround time, I could you know, no problem. In terms of accessibility, dude, my car's in the garage below me, and there's I live in a, a, a metropolis of about five million people. No problem. There's ample amounts of media sources around me, and I have about a half dozen ways for people to identify me within a split second of it occurring. So, uh, you know, all you have to do is just go on like Facebook Live, or, like Instagram Live, while you're doing it, dude. Uh, that's I don't even need to think of that so you can throw that one into my <laughs> basket of friendliness. I will. You can have that, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal because as soon as you see someone mowing people over, cops are involved. Perfect. Literally, I'm just running them over and throwing a, a fucking jizz grenade at them in a comic book. And it's like, <laughs> oh it's like, my God. It's literally just like, well, again, I need DNA confirmation so they know it's me. So they don't uh. know it's someone pretending to be me. You know, that's kind of how we're going up with this. Anyway, Peter. I like it. Peter, I hope that you have taken Matt's ranting time uh, to think because you have a bit of a hill to climb here, my friend. That went way off in a different direction, and I hope that you take it in a different direction. I want to see some creativity here. So, Peter, the floor is yours. Get yourself on a major TV show, uh, major network TV show, in 30 days, my friend. What are you going to do? Easy. I'm going to go visit Drew Carey on The Price is Right. Okay. I'm from Canada, first off. And they love people that from other countries because it makes it easy and something to talk about and all that kind of stupid shit that they talk about on The Price is Right. Secondly, I'm decently looking. So they're going to be like, we got to put that guy on TV. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you do have to put that guy on TV. Okay there, Mr. Conceited. All right. Uh, so <laughs> I would go on The Price is Right because I think that'd be pretty easy. And then I'd walk away with like a car and all this stuff and I wouldn't go to jail. My second idea... Okay, but how would you get there? Like, kind of walk me through that. Like, how do you, how would you get on the prices right? Book a ticket to Los Angeles or wherever it's, wherever it's shot. I think it's in LA. I think it's done in California. Yeah, then I would just get a ticket and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go sit in this, sit in this crowd and tell them an interesting story about myself. Because I feel like you have to have an interesting story in order to get on TV. I don't know, I'd make something up. But, because I'm not very interesting, to be honest. So do you, do you know what the actual process is? I, I think... They like interview you before you go in. Yes, they do. Like they actually interview you. They give you like a very brief. I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, again, I I'm pro- I might be wrong, but from what I understand, what they do is I think they make you fill out like kind of like a profile card, and then they choose a bunch of you to make sure that you're not like bumbling idiots. So yeah, and like what your job is and stuff like that. Yeah, and you know why are you on the show? Where are you from? Blah blah blah. And then I think they choose a bunch of you, and then they give you like a face to face, and then they choose based on that because they don't want to choose someone who's 
you know, <laughs> Peter, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. You're not a you're not a complete bumbling idiot, so you probably <laughs> go through there. But I'm just saying, like they, they just want to make sure that they, someone could slap two or three syllables together to actually, you know, have the stage presence to not be a complete idiot. But uh, I think that's how it works. Well, yeah, they want people that are going to be excited and stuff like that, right? They want like, yeah, you're going to spin the wheel and you're going to spin it like in a cool way, and then you're going to like cheer about it and clap and stuff. They want to see that type of shit, and the price is right. Are you tall enough to like reach the wheel? I am not. No, I need the kid's wheel. Okay, yeah, they're they're gonna get like that. It's gonna be the wheel from the game of life. It's like spin this, buddy. Yeah, it's on the ground instead of like vertical. <laughs> it's a horizontal wheel. They just throw you on a merry-go-round. It's like wheel of fortune. Yeah, that could actually be good. All right. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Here we go. I would get on a game show. Let's say get on a game show because I tell my girlfriend all the time, and I mention her on this podcast way too much because I know she listens and it scores me points if I call her out. Um, so Brittany knows this. I will watch Jeopardy on Netflix and I will answer all the questions right. And it's a weird thing. And she always calls me out on like, how the hell do you know the answers to these questions? Is it because you watched it before she showed up? I was going to say, Brittany, the answer is Peter's been watching these episodes on repeat before you come. And then once it plays again, he then shows up the answer so that you will think he is the smartest man alive. What is bullshit, Peter? That's correct. No, Jeopardy's really easy. If you know oh, like Christ. the big names of a certain like of the categories of like big names of like art, the big names of like books the big names of like the presidents and all that type of stuff you're easy those are the only categories they have it's like peter name me six art honestly huh. have you ever watched an episode of jeopardy though like there's always a history one an american history one i watch a lot of i love love jeopardy like don't get me wrong i yeah there's always a literature one there's always like an art one my favorite part of jeopardy is when there's questions about canada and nobody knows the answers yeah and everyone's like uh a boot there was there was one whole category about Canada, and they literally nobody and like they couldn't answer a single one of the questions. Um, which yeah, was, see, that's where I would come in handy. They had one about the Rocky, something about the Rocky Mountains in Canada, and like which provinces it fell between. Somebody said Nova Scotia. <laughs> it's just like your geography <laughs> is so off; it's not even funny. <laughs> Trebek's just sitting there, like shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> if Peter does get onto Jeopardy, I think the sheer amount of viral spreading that those videos would go on for someone who has broken the record for biggest negative score of all time it would be covid like yeah it would be covid type and like <laughs> peter I, I i applaud your you know your confidence in this in this matter and the fact that apparently you are like a, a secret sleeper agent jeopardy ace that nobody has discovered it i am it's the weirdest thing i'm i'm not good at a lot of things i'm great at jeopardy I'm great at trivia. Pub trivia? Oh, man, I'm there. Trivial Pursuit? I'm there. Any trivia? I, I'm I'm your guy. I'm your guy. You might as well just come and ask me any questions. Anyone can email in or, you know, message me any questions you have, any trivia questions you can't find the answer to. I know you'll just Google it, but, I mean, you could ask me, and I'll know the answer. Because why? Because I'm fucking smart. That's why. I, I love it. So, guys, let's get back on track here for a second. Uh, um, can I just say what my backup answer was? Oh, absolutely, yes. I want to hear part two now. My backup answer was to get out of my house and just run across the country like fucking Terry Fox. Okay, now we're talking. 
Okay, now we're getting a little bit more positive here. Right, but the only problem is I have both my legs. I thought you were going to say run people over. And I was like, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. The, the problem is I have both my legs. If I have both my legs, no one's going to care. They're just going to be like, ah, he's just running. I don't have anything wrong with me. Again, Peter, you want to get on the news? Saw your fucking legs off on live TV. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I should do. Saw my leg off on Instagram Live. Bring that back in. Better yet, you can feign being in a wheelchair and then wheel across Canada and you could say it's for charity. And then that way, not only are you an asshole and a piece of shit for pretending you have a disability, but then you would also get the attention for being disabled and try to wheel across the country. So there's always that option. But I would get on TV and that's all that matters about this challenge. That is fair. Then you cross the finish line and like you accept your reward. You stand up out of the chair and say, tell everyone, thank you. you. Stand up. And everyone's like, <gasps> that'll fucking get you on TV. But I'm pretty sure to cross that finish line across Canada is going to take a schmuck like you longer than 30 days. I don't know, man. I'm pretty good at moving. Oh, are you? Plus, I would cheat half the way. Are you kidding me? Like people are going to have cameras on me 24 seven. I would have like a truck following me and then I would just like get in the truck when no one was watching. Stand up to like scratch your ass. <laughs> There's cameras like watching yeah. you from the side. So for the record, Terry Fox ran um, for 143 days. So in 30 days, I want to see how far you get. But Okay, but you also have to think of the way that he was running. Yeah, you're going to be in a fucking wheelchair. I've seen your arms, Peter. Like, I've seen your arms. <laughs> no, I would just run. I would just run. But you're in a wheel. You said you were going to do it in a wheelchair. Oh, no. Did you say you are going to do it? No, you're going to saw your own leg off. Okay, that was... I don't know. I would make something up. I'd be like, dude, I don't know. I'm mute. So you're saying that you can cross... You, I just want to confirm here that you're, com you're, you're claiming that you can run across Canada in 30 days. No, I'm not. And that's what's funny about it. Because I would be the first person to try to run across Canada and die within the 30 days. And then I would get on the news because they'd be like, man dies trying to cross Canada. You know how you die? I would run you over with my car. <laughs> Doing my version of however this is going to be. Everything just came full circle. I guess. That would put you probably on the news with me, which would be great. Yeah, because you would be the perpetrator and I would be the victim. One of the victims. Then you both would get on the news. Oh my god. Guys, could we, could we, could we have our first ever draw here? We work together. It's a draw. No, no, no. Because I would, I would purposely not go and try to run him over. I'm just saying that... There's no ties in baseball. The thing about it is that to get on... Unless it's an all-star game. To get on the broadcast news, and I know how, the, how broadcast news typically leans towards, which is negative media. They like that. People like to see bad news. It's just the way it is. It sells... But they like a feel-good story at the end of it. Sure. They want to leave you feeling like, yeah, I'm going to come back here because I want to know something good next week. No problem. But I'm just saying that... If there's a fucking clown driving around running people over, <laughs> like dozens of people in his car and disappears, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the lead-in story rather than fucking some fuckface who sawed his leg off trying to be Terry Fox. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, I will be on the news in 12 fucking hours, uh, in 12 hours, whereas you will be on day 26, you know, running and trying to still get some press media, whereas everybody, especially in nowadays where everybody is doing really fucking good things to, at least for the most part, to help each other out, you know, you know, volunteering, helping out and blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure that you running across Canada is going to be not as big of a deal now i will say this that if you did try to get onto a game show i feel like if you spent 
30 days in LA and attended like two tapings a day. I don't know when they tape if they're simultaneously. I will give you the benefit of doubt and say no. But if you were like, okay, I'm going to be on Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right, and let's say Jeopardy and fucking Let's Make a Deal. If you went to all four of those every single day to try to be in the audience and get tickets and, and then be a contestant, I think that's probably a better solution because I feel like if you attended like 100 tapings, you would probably be a contestant on one of them. So that that was my original answer. I want to be on a game show. I feel like that's the easiest way to get on TV is to go be on a game show legally. So do you guys even need me for this episode? <laughs> um, all right, let me jump back in here and I'm going to quickly... So Matt's idea is to just go out on an insane murder spree um, and then he'll be on the news after leaving his DNA and evidence of himself everywhere so they know who he is, pictures of himself. Peter wants to either go on a game show or... Now, I want you to choose one of them because I, I have to sort of pick them both apart. Are you going to choose your game show option or are you going to choose running across the country? I'm going to choose game show because I feel like running across the country isn't... It isn't special unless I'm like a kid or I have a disability and I don't think I have a disability, so... Uh, Dude, I've seen you, I've seen the look in your eye when there's like a flight of stairs in front of you. Like, <laughs> fuck my life. My disability is laziness. <laughs> he's the kind of guy who, he's the kind of guy who looks for an elevator in a brownstone, okay? Three <laughs> floors and this guy's looking for an elevator. Um, Lazy man, cross this country. I'm going to say uh, the game show. I want to get on Jeopardy or uh, Price is Right. All right, so I got to be honest here. I'm, I'm looking at these two answers and... It hurts me to do this because I really don't want to give him the win only because A, his answer is fucking crazy and B, he keeps winning. Yes, I won. But I have to give the answer to Matt and I'll tell you why. <laughs> the victory has to go to Matt because oh, God damn Peter, it. as much as I love your idea and I think the game show is a great option, there's no guarantee that you're going to get on the show. Uh, there is. Matt's answer is more guaranteed in the sense that he if he were to go out right now at 6 10 on monday night and start running people over and leave all of his evidence he would be on the news by either 11 o'clock or earliest tomorrow morning and that's guaranteed <laughs> whereas you could go to you know i i have uh friends of mine uh, my buddy mike and his mom went to la they went on the prices right um they never got chosen they were there though so the thing is that... That's because they were schmucks compared to me. <laughs> well, the an the thing is that your answer's good, but the thing is that there's no guarantee that you would actually be on TV. It's more of like there's a chance that you could be there, whereas Matt is guaranteeing himself on the news, being discussed on the TV. Um, but at the same time, Matt's is a bit of a cop-out answer because as much as I gave him the benefit of like, yes, okay, it's his picture being spoken about, it's not really him being on the network show so it's it's tough because i kind of want to give you both the answer there because you did you did you did and i did give you that that option but i was hoping that you were going to take a little bit more creativity with it and actually get yourself physically on the show but i asked you i asked you if it could be by picture you said yes it's fair i should have known that you were going to take the shortcut and i'm going to know that for next time when you ask i'm gonna say hell no you got to take the creative route I, that's why i asked that's why i asked look i'm gonna throw this out there too okay this is very recent the Nova Scotia shooter, I don't think they actually released his name or showed a picture of him. That is true. That's because they caught him. Well, he killed himself, didn't he? Right. But if I was on the loose, if you have any information leading to the arrest of this individual, please lay, you know, contact this number. If I'm a fugitive, if I am wanted, they will look for me and they will put my picture 
fucking everywhere. There's a difference between between being someone who is caught or dead or whatever or already in custody wherein you do not want to glorify or, or glamorize what they're doing by concealing their identity and putting the focus on the victims where it should be, but rather if I am on the loose to prevent more of this, you want my immediate or, or more expedited capture, you put my face fucking everywhere and say, if you've seen this fuck face, call this number and stay the fuck away from him and his busted ass Corolla. That's pretty much how that would go. So I see where you're coming from, Peter, but I also have to agree um, that I think that Matt's answer is is more of a of a shoehorn like a, a, a guarantee that he's going to be on whereas like i said yours is still up to chance so as much as i do love your answer and i'm giving you you know brownie points which don't count towards anything but they're still brownie points brownie points count towards nothing they count towards brownies okay and when the quarantine's over you're going to come over and i'm going to make you brownies <laughs> um, but I have to give this one to Matt only for the reason that his answer is more of a guarantee that he would actually be on the show. So Matt, as much as I freaking hate saying it, I'm giving you the victory. Have your victory speech. Dance on Peter's grave. Take it away. All I'm going to say is doesn't matter had sex. That's all I'm going to say. Because at the <laughs> end of the day, it's about victory, my friends. And I'm going to get there, and I'm going to find those little sneaky margins where you don't necessarily have all your rules down pat and nailed down. So I'm going to sneak through those little cracks, and I'm going to find my victories that way. I get it. Peter, I like the fact that you took this high road and it's all this morality thing and like you can't wait to fucking high five Drew Carey and use a fucking step stool to spin the wheel and all that <laughs> shit. But man, oh man, when it comes down to it, I've got efficiency, reliability, and just victory. Those are what I get. On this week's episode of Hypotheticals, Justin asked Matt and Peter how they plan to land themselves on a major network TV show in just 30 days. Matt won this episode with his murderous rampage idea, while Peter fell just short trying to get himself on a game show high five and Drew Carey. Anyways, if you liked this episode of Hypotheticals, be sure to subscribe to us on any of the podcasting platforms that you use. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating and a review. It helps other people find the show. And also, if you have an idea for a hypothetical that you guys want answered, be sure to email us at hypotheticals at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, which is located in the show notes. And on behalf of myself, Matt, and Peter, thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>